Coming up on The Potter's Touch. You're remembering what happened. He's saying, remember what I said. When they walked up on the tomb, the stone had been rolled away. And what they had seen had made them forget what they had heard. Has what you seen made you forget what he said? The love I have compels me to overcome the senses around me. I'm going in. You can't walk by sight. You got to walk by faith. You will have to go into some stuff not knowing how you're going to come out. Though he slay me, yet shall I trust him. I am going in. Hey everybody, I'm so glad to have this opportunity to be in your home and to be a part of your life. To share the word of God with you is my chiefest joy. And this morning, I'm going to share a word that really rocked our church. The word is called, Remember What I Said. It's powerful, it's life-changing, and without further ado, I'll take you there. The stone had been rolled back they stood in amazement, two strangers standing outside, sat on a rock and said, why seek ye the living amongst the dead? Why do we seek the living amongst the dead? Why do we, why, why do we seek the living amongst the dead. We do it because religion always worships where they left him. Religion always expects him to remain where you left him. And they come down to the tomb and said, I will worship a dead Jesus. <laughs> and I will embalm with frankincense and myrrh the body of the dead. And I will give to a dead Jesus. There will be no miracles, but whatever it costs to get this together, I'm still going to give it. And I'm still going to do it. And I'm coming down to the tomb. And it's still going <gasps> to. When they walked up on the tomb, the stone had been rolled away. And like most women, when you change on them, they were suspicious. <laughs> because when you change anything about your behavior with a woman, come on, sisters. Where are my sisters that make some noise in here? The stone had been rolled away. And now they are suspicious. And there are two strangers. Don't bring no strange people around. I don't know these people. They were not at the Last Supper. They were not at Mary's house. 
I didn't see them on the boat when we were going on the boat. Who are these people around Jesus? And the woman was suspicious. <laughs> because you know y'all are always suspicious of strange people. He is not here, they said. He is not here. He has risen. The word risen pops out at me. The word risen, he is not here. He has risen. He is not here, he has risen. The word risen and the word remember pop out of the text. Risen, remember. How, how, how did they manage to forget what he said. The angel said, remember what he said. He is not here. He is not where you left him. He has gone into another dimension. I'm talking about a shift. I'm talking about a disruption. I'm talking about moving to the next dimension while I applaud the fact that you would love him dead. I challenge you to understand he has gone into the next dimension and you have forgotten what he said. But let's not be too hard on them. They had been through hell. And people can be hard on you not appreciating that you have been through hell. They had seen his body taken down off the cross, his blood having congealed, water pouring out of his wounds. The red corpuscles had separated from the white corpuscles and water was oozing out of his wounds, no longer bleeding, he was dead. They had seen his stiff, rigor mortis ridden body having to be pulled away from the cross position and forced over top of his bodies, prepared his body for the grave. They had felt the warm flesh of Jesus turn cold as a refrigerator. And what they had seen had made them forget what they had heard. I want to know this morning, has what you've seen made you forget what he said? This is a war between senses, <laughs> between sight and hearing. They walked down to the tomb. Though it was dark, they walked in the sight and the enlightenment of what they saw because what they saw convinced them that, what, that he, in fact, was dead. But we walk not by sight. Have you allowed what you have seen to make you walk in the light of what you have seen rather than what you have heard. Faith doesn't come by sight. Faith comes by hearing 
and hearing by the word of God, it is a conflict of evidences. When you hear something on Sunday morning, but you see something on Monday, and what you see happening in your life contradicts what you heard on Sunday morning, and all of a sudden you react according to what you see rather than faith come by. No, oh, faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Which sense will win? What you see with your eyes? Or what you've heard? When you see you're a diabetic, but you heard by his stripes we are healed. What sense will win when you, when you heard that the fruit of your body is blessed, but you see your children going absolutely, wow. Whose report? <laughs> Whose report? Will you believe right now in every person's life in this room, there is a fight. There is a fight going on right now. I mean a fight. I mean a boxing match. I mean a fight to death. I mean a war. I mean a conflict going on in every person's life in this room between uh, You see, And what you heard. And in spite of the conflict, the women went in. I don't know what's going on here, but I'm going in. I don't understand it, but I'm going in here. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going in. The love I have compels me to overcome the senses around me. I'm going in. Touch your neighbor and say, I'm going in, I'm going in. For where God is getting ready to take you in 2018, you can't walk by sight. You got to walk by faith. You're going to have to go into some stuff not knowing how you're going to come out, but touch three people and tell them I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm going where I've never gone before. I'm going to see what I never saw before. I'm going to do what I've never done before so I can have what I never had before. Baby, I'm going in. For it is not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord, I'm going in 
though he slay me, yet shall I trust him. I am going in. This is your season to step out of the familiar into the unfamiliar. God told me to tell you, go in. The sharpest people take time to sharpen their tools. I'm inviting entrepreneurs to come in for a tune-up and allow us to pour further information and data into your heart so that you can be successful at what you're trying to do. You are only limited by your own creativity. You can wake up at any age and be successful. Do we build the business up to sell or do we leave it to our children? What do you think about series LLCs? The one thing you cannot buy with money is your tenacity, perseverance, that's what's gonna make you succeed. I want you to come to Dallas, Texas and meet me there along with a lot of skilled clinicians that are gonna pour into you information that will propel your vision. I am able to look at my business, but I'm also able to look at my spiritual growth and how they can partner together. Whether you are building a barbershop or whether you're starting a tech corp, I want you to meet me here. I'm telling you, you're gonna learn some things that's gonna make this an investment with a great payoff. I prophesy to you this morning that you shall go through a paradigm shift that will set you in a place of the unexpected, that God will appear to you in unexpected ways, that he will do unexpected things, that people who expect you to be where they left you They're going to come looking for you to be where they left you. They thought you couldn't move if they didn't move you. They thought you couldn't get up if they didn't raise you. They thought you couldn't progress if they weren't with you. But by the time they get there, you will not be where they expected. is gonna move every obstacle that's standing in between you and what he's about to do in your life. I dare you to praise him. I double dare, I double, I Sit down, sit down, Chris. I got something else to tell you. I, I, I got more to give you, but I'm gonna give you this much. I'm gonna quit. So the angels. The angels is like sitting on what used to hold Jesus. They sitting up chilling 
sitting on the rock. Hey, sitting on what the Romans used to hold him in. Not only did they move it out of the way, they made it a chair. God said, I'm gonna make your enemies your footstool. So the angels laid back chilling, they said, yo, Mary, What's up, Mother Mary? <laughs> Chill, girl. He is not where you left him. He's in a whole nother dimension. He is risen. He is risen, is forward. Remember, is back. <laughs> you see, the same yesterday, today, forevermore. What you don't understand, girl, let me tell you what's going on here. He had to be exalted above every name in the earth, under the earth, above the earth, so that wherever you get ready to use his name, there is not a dimension that his name won't work in. There's nothing coming out of hell that his name won't work in. His name has been exalted above every name that is in the earth, under the earth, or above the earth. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Not just the demons you deal with now, but the ones under the earth, the ones in the earth, there's not a chance in the world that you can use his name in a place where he does not have dominion. He went through all of that so he would have power here, there, and there so that he could sit on the right hand of the majesty on high, like I'm sitting on this rock. He's sitting on the right hand of the majesty on high. But you, you're gonna get the revelation of where he is by what he said before. And then, then I had to go back and remember, everything had turned out like he said. Just like he said. If they'd have been listening at Jesus, they wouldn't even come down to that tomb that morning. He already told them. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When he was living, before he was crucified, 
He'd already told him. If you destroy the temple, in three days I'll raise it up again. That's right. That's right. No man takes my life. I lay it down. And if I lay it down, I'll pick it back up again. As Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days, so shall the Son of Man be in the earth three days. Why had they not remembered what he said? Why do we forget what he said? But here's a deeper principle. I noticed how he prepped for what he had to go through before he went through it. I'm going to go through something, but I'm coming out. It may look bad for a minute, but I'm coming out. They think they're in control, but they're not in control. I'm coming out of this. I'm coming out of this. He wasn't even in it yet. And he was already telling them how it was going to turn out. He called those things that are not as though they were. And when everything was over, it turned out just like he said. Just out! And the Lord said, the problem with my people is when they're in trouble, this is how they're in trouble. This is how they're in trouble. This is how they deal with their trouble. Pray for me, child, I'm going through. I don't know how things gonna turn out. Things are all hell breaking loose in my life. I'm going through such a bad time. I don't know whether I'm gonna make it or not. This is a big one this time. Lord, this is a big one this time. It's killing me, it's killing me. It's killing me. And what they don't understand, they said the power of life and death is in your tongue. And the reason, the reason you have been in so long is because of how you talk. The children of Israel should have been out of the wilderness in a few days, but because of their mouth, they murmured and complained. What should have been a few days took 40 years because they didn't talk right. The Lord said, if you want to come out quicker, you got to change the way you talk. You got to start talking in the next dimension while you're still in. So let the poor say. Let the weak say. And I know it's too early to be talking about what's happening next. But the Lord said, don't wait till you get there to start talking in the next dimension. So he said he was gonna anoint you to prophesy. I want you to speak what God is about to do in your life. So, so here's, here's my final point. You are my final point. If you shall have whatever you say, if it's going to turn out according to what you said, you got to get up, you got to stand up, and you got to say something.
It is not what I said that's going to bring you out or keep you in. It is what you say that's going to determine what happens next. You know what's blowing my mind? I just gave them the keys to the kingdom. When I told you you can have whatever you say, you should take over the sermon. I got to stop right there. It's been a real joy to share the word of the Lord with you. I pray that God's grace and power would be multiplied in your life and that you would be strengthened by the word of God, that you would with great diligence think over this word. It is so important in times of fluctuation and trepidation that we remember what he said to us and that we hold on to it to be the anchor for our souls and for our lives. May God bless you and heaven smile upon you. Hey, a quick shout out to you who are leaders, emerging leaders, whether you're support leaders, senior leadership. Where do you go amidst all of your responsibilities, leading other people and pouring into other people? Where do you go to be fit? Where do you go when your heart is overwhelmed? Where do you go when your family's in trouble? Where do you go when you're burned out? Where do you go when you have a creativity deficit? Where do you go when you see a changing world and you're stuck in a methodology that seems or feels a little antiquated? I'll tell you where to go. Go to this year's International Pastors and Leadership Conference. We have got a word for you. I hope to see you there. And to all of my friends, God bless you. Take care. God wants to change your trajectory and take you in a new direction. Move from the graveyard to grace. The enemy will send a letter to your old address looking for you to be in the grave. But God has given you such a grace, you can't even explain why you're not upset. For your gift to the ministry of any size, you will receive Bishop Jake's life-affirming four-message set, Graves to Grace, on CD. Everything you need is already done. You're not going to have to wait for it. By the time they bring it to you, you already have it. And when your gift is $70, or more, you will receive Graves to Grace on four CDs, the Framed by Faith DVD, and the My Miracle Journal. You go from the distant to the designated, but ultimately you have to go to the divine. And when your gift is $125 or more, we will add this new King James Version compact large print reference Bible, perfect to take anywhere so you are never without the Word. I said before you life and death choose Let God's grace propel you higher than you've ever thought possible today. You're always pouring into other people. This is about you. You've got to be around people who stretch you, who challenge you. We need to be able to lay down our culture and pick up the kingdom. You're getting ready to make bigger steps than you ever made in your life. As you step, so goes your destiny. As you step, so goes your future. You come to the realization that I have a purpose that's bigger than the pain that I've been in, that I have a calling that's greater than the situation that tried to hold me hostage. We are better together. When you can link up with the right people, and you can have the right people pushing you toward destiny, it's an amazing thing. 
when God gets finished with what he's going to do at this conference, it's going to take every word that has been deposited for you to be unleashed the way that he has destined you to be unleashed in your city. Feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Potter's Touch.